And we are back and we are the Run Duo. I am Tommy Mitchell. What's up, guys? And I am India Cook. What's up, Indy? How you doing? I'm good. Yeah. You had a a good last two weeks. It's been a good last two weeks. I am just, I'm just in a mentally, just in a good place. I'm just kind of taking everything one day at a time enjoying my time and you know just trying not to let stuff stress me that's yeah that's kind of how i feel (laughs) that's the way you gotta be you can't let the stress get to you so there you go it's hard but you know when you go through some time and you just like you know what i'm just not even let stuff roll off my back i can get my blood pressure up but i'm not gonna do it i'm not gonna do it yeah unless you live in this in my house i'm not letting you raise my blood pressure now i got a couple of couple of people in this house that still can do it so Yes, I I get that. I'm with you on that. (laughs) But anyway, um, what you been up to? What you been doing? You know what's crazy? (sighs) When we get ready to record, like I would think of all kinds of stuff before I sit down to do the recording. And I sit down like, what did I do for the last two (laughs) weeks? What what was I up to for the last two weeks? But what what have you been up to for the last two weeks? You know what? I haven't been doing too much. Honestly, it's just been kind of working and training. So I am still training with Dr. Danny. Mm -hmm. We are on another set of four weeks. She does um, four week block interval um, increments Mm -hmm. of training. So I have been continuing to train with her. You know, what's been um, really interesting, Tommy, is that this training I set aside and I take off my run coaching hat when I work with Dr. Danny, because I'm just Mm -hmm. like, I am the client. I am the patient. I don't want to think about anything that I do. Give me what your recommendations are. Mm-hmm. Um, and so within this two weeks, we actually had an in-person um, in-person session where she actually does assessments, lays me on the lays me on the little board thing and moves me around, feels joints and figures out my strength and everything. So I did that within the last two weeks, which was great. And I am progressing um, as far as my strength. And she's like, you stand on top of your PT exercises. I'm like, I'm sure I am. Shoot. Listen, when you paying out coins, you do what you got to do to stay on top of the work. Yeah. Um, but I'm doing really well. It's just, you know, it's been interesting, Tommy, doing this training block because one of the biggest things that I've changed is I have switched from distance training to time training. So instead of her saying, India, go out and give me a mile, India, go out and give me two mm-hmm. miles, give me three miles, it's give me 20 minutes, give me 30 minutes, you know, mm-hmm. whatever. And so that's a huge tra- change for me because out of all of my years of running, several years of running I've mm-hmm. always trained in distance and so in my mind it's just like get to this distance point whereas now it's see how far you can go within this time frame and that is a huge change for me um it has been something that I'm just like okay how can I get further within this time and obviously that means picking up the pace but with this it's also causing me kind of stay in the moment and say okay india your body was was able to get you 30 minutes today which is a big deal Um, especially with it being pain-free i know i've been posting a lot about being pain-free and every single race every since he's not race every single run has not been pain-free but when i have a pain-free run i am celebrating it like it's one of those things where i'm just like yes but it is definitely when I do have pain, it's minimal. So I know that I'm on the mend of being um, being healthy. And I just honestly, Tommy, looking forward to the fall and just being in a better place. And I feel like I'm literally gradually working my base up at this point. Yeah. Um, excuse me. <clears throat> as far as time, because actually that's what 
most of the advanced running books tell you mm-hmm. is to run based on time. Mm-hmm. But I think most of us are used to running to distance, mainly because the human mind is hard for us to, come, to wrap our heads around running for an hour, running mm-hmm. for 30 minutes, even though, you know, we do it all the time. Mm-hmm. It's just hard for us to wrap our heads around it. But yeah, the first running book I ever read on training stated you should run for time. Don't worry about the distance. Just run, just try to keep that pace for, you know, a certain amount of time. So that's good. Yeah. Um, I got to give you some props because I've been injured before. Running when you're in pain is not it makes it made it hard for me to want to go out and run. If I knew yeah. there was a chance I was going to have some pain, mm-hmm. it, didn't, it didn't make me feel good. It didn't give me that, that feeling I usually get when I was out just, you know, running, you know, a five miler or whatever, when I mm-hmm. knew there's a chance I was going to get some pain somewhere in those legs. So well, I give I you props s- that you keep going. I appreciate it, Tommy, because I mean, I will say this and I probably should talk more about this. Um, I should have talked more about this through the process. Like, you know, Dr. Danny definitely says, India, you need to give patience to yourself. You went basically three months of no running. So getting back to it has been tough mentally Mm -hmm. because when she's given me go out and do a 20 minute run, go out and do a 30 minute run. I'm like, honey, I'm only running a mile, mile and a half. Like, (laughs) you know what I'm saying? Like I'm not getting far. And so it has Mm -hmm. been, it has been very mentally tough. And when I do have the pain, it's more so like discomfort. Like, you know, mm-hmm. that it's, your body is not a hundred percent there. Yeah. Um, but then I, I've also learned to kind of like, at some point, like the warm up and cool down is huge for me at this point. Like when mm-hmm. I definitely give myself a good warm up, I feel better on my run. But also there's times where I know that my form is off and I feel more pain when my form is not on. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's another thing. But yeah, it has been tough, Tommy. It has been tough. And just more so trying not to give up through the process and like trust the process has been the hardest thing. Mm-hmm. And on days that I'm like, I want to go further. It's like, it's definitely hard. So like this past weekend, she gave me 30 minutes and that was the longest time that I've run is 30 minutes. And I'm like, look at me running 30 minutes, you know? <laughs> and it's like, yeah, I thought, girl, you did all that for 30 minutes. But it's like, you know what, when you're injured and you're trying to get back to it, it's the small victories that you have to appreciate. And that's, that's what's been getting me through. Okay. Well, that's, that's good. I'm glad, you know, she's, she's getting you back where, where you need to be. I didn't realize you hadn't run for three months. I guess I didn't realize yeah. that from talking to you that you yeah. hadn't been running at all. That's, did you do, were you doing the Peloton during that time period? Okay. Yeah. So I was doing the Peloton. I was still walking and Mm -hmm. I would do like a run here and there, but it wasn't, it was like one run a week and it would be like not even a mile. And Mm -hmm. so that's when I like was like, I'm cutting it off. Like I need help because I couldn't even get to even a half a mile without Uh the pain of like excruciating to where I could not, like, I was like, I shouldn't be out here. Um, so yeah, it definitely was some time. So basically since Publix, I haven't Mm -hmm. really been doing much of anything. Um, so except for like the increment, like, of course, like someone messaged me, it was like, you posted, you hadn't been running, but you ran Peachtree. And I'm like, y'all, Peachtree was a good old walk stroll. Like, <laughs> we definitely ran within Peachtree. Like, Brexton and I agreed that we would do the first three miles. Like, we will run, walk, and get it, knock out the first three miles. Because yeah. I knew the last three miles was uphill. Yeah. But I didn't run those six miles. Like, mm-hmm. I, we got it done. It was a walk run. Um, more walking than running. We got it done. So, the fact that I can actually run 30 minutes is... It is is different than what I did for Peachtree. Yeah, of course, so, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's, it's, it's not great being injured. So I, I do uh, hope, hopefully you can get out of that and get back to where running is fun. Because um, yes. there's, there's a lot of, you know, hopefully, we're hoping there's going to be a lot mm-hmm. to look forward to in the fall. 
I know. And that's kind of what I'm thinking. I'm like, India, heal up now, do this summer training and you'll be good for the fall. And that's the other thing. Mm -hmm. Not only am I coming back from injury, but I'm coming back from injury during a hard season of training anyway. Mm -hmm. So I'm at some days I'm looking at my pace and I'm like, India, it's hot outside. It's humid outside. You got to give yourself grace. Like not only have you not been running consistently, but you also are coming back during the heat and humidity, which is tough on any runner. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's, 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 that's great to hear. I'm glad you did some Peloton. I actually, um, did the Peloton this morning yeah. Man, I give props to people. Cause I ain't gonna lie. I probably touched that Peloton three times since we got it. Cause really? I just, I'm like, I'm, I'm like Braxton. I can't get into it. You sound Heather like loves it. Yeah. Heather loves that thing. Listen. I mean, I bought it for her, but I figured yeah. I would use it too mm-hmm. when she, when I got it, but it's just not as much, you know, fun and to me it's not as relaxing as running and okay. man they have you t- standing up in the saddle it's and all work honey it's work i'd be sweating and breathing hard on the peloton <laughs> and i agree with you like you're just like bryson like he likes group fitness but he has yeah. to be in the room with you like and yeah. i'm like it's group fitness you can high five the people he was like no i'm not who, okay somebody not- <laughs> sent me a message while i was riding i'm like do you actually think I'm going to send you a message back while I'm sweating my ass off? No. Yes. <laughs> no, don't message me when I'm on the Peloton because I'm, yes. I'm sorry. You probably ain't going to hear back from me because when I'm done, I'm getting off and I'm turning that thing off. And I'm yeah, <laughs> so off. Bryson is like that, but he loves group fitness. So when he yeah. was working in the office, his office has a gym and they actually would have like competitions with his mm-hmm. coworkers and like they would meet up. Like it was kind of like a bromance type thing at yeah. the gym and they would just he just enjoyed group fitness mm-hmm. um and so he's like but this is a different type of group fitness and i'm just like i guess but i enjoy it but it's yeah. not running it's not yeah. running it doesn't give me the same release as running even though i know i'm getting a good workout because i'm mm-hmm. burning i'm sweating breathing hard but i just don't get the freeing feeling as exactly I running. yeah mm-hmm. yeah you don't get that freeing feeling um and and also, even though, you know, you have the instructor in front of you, his his room is empty. So mm-hmm. it might even be different if he, act, you know, because I think early before I got it, before the pandemic, I think they would have people in the room. Yeah. For the I live classes. I wonder, mm-hmm. Yeah. I wonder if they're going to bring that because I think that would kind of make a difference, too, if I saw other people in there mm-hmm. with them as opposed to just mm-hmm. the instructor up there by themselves. Yeah. Yeah. I just did 20 minutes. I did 20 minutes on the bike and then I did like a 10 minute core. I ain't gonna mm-hmm. lie, that bike about killed me this morning. Exactly. But that's what I do. I do a good 15, 20 minutes because she has me, I'm running four days a week at this point. Mm-hmm. But then I'm also doing, she's giving me strength training, four, five, six, two to three days a week. And then I also do strength, I do cross training on the same days as strength training. And she's like, whatever you want to do for cross training. So either I'll do a nice walk or I'll mm-hmm. get on the bike. So, gotcha. Yeah. 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 I actually went to the gym this weekend, like, uh, Planet Fitness, they didn't even get my ten dollars for I don't know how long, and I ain't even Bruh. seen the inside of the Planet Fitness. But I, I let I went go to the... LA Fitness. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, if it was more than ten dollars, I would have let it go. But I'm mm-hmm. like, for ten dollars, I'll just keep it because eventually I might want to start going back. But Absolutely. I just, I, I just don't like being inside. It's just because yeah. I did a very short, quick, you know, two sets per. I mean, yeah, two sets per body group workout, and I was like so ready to get out of there. Yeah. Um, I, I just don't like being inside. I just, I don't know why I used to love the gym, but I, I really don't anymore, but I'm going to try yeah. to, you know, at least hit the gym three times a week. Um, as much as I, you know, as many times as I can so that, uh, I got some cross training with the running. 
Yeah, definitely. I mean, at this point through the pandemic, the pandemic has blessed me with a nice little at-home gym. I got a lot of stuff in here. I got all the bands. I got the freeways, the kettlebells. Like I have a good level of items in mm-hmm. my off- in my gym at home, which is also my office. Um, that I'm just like I just go in there. I got a mat for when I sweat. We wipe that thing down and keep it moving. So keep it moving. There you I'm go. just like as long as I have the program and know what I need to do, I can just do it right on in there. I cancel LA Fitness. I was like, y'all can stop giving my twenty four ninety nine every month, and I'm not seeing y'all. <laughs> Yes, so, indeed. Yes, indeed. Yes. So what else we got? What, what else we got going on? I want to say congratulations to Ingrid Walters and Shawana White, good old Shawana White, on being inducted in the National Black Marathon Hall of Fame. I think that that is amazing for both of you ladies. Um, definitely well-deserved. I think, me, Tommy, you and I were talking about this um, before we started. We were surprised that Shawana wasn't already on there, but Maybe it's just a delay in time frame, but I know that she's been she's been racking it up. So congratulations again, ladies. National Black Distance Running Hall of Fame um, for Shawana White and Ingrid Walters. So yeah, I mean the only reason I, I kind of said that is because if anybody remembers um, the original, you know, African American Runners podcast, the Real Runners of Atlanta, right? Even back then when they first started, Shawana was already uh, one of the fastest African American women. Um, mm-hmm. ever to run a marathon so right. it was kind of surprising that it's taking this long but hey i you know what that's just that's as just, long as they in there yeah that's exactly that's like matters. backhand complimenting yeah as <laughs> right. long as they in i was just surprised she wasn't already in when i heard it when i right. heather was like hey shawana's going into the you know the hall of fame i was like she wasn't already (laughs) what so congratulations for sure yes definitely congratulations to them i think it's a big deal um obviously african-american women but just sweeping this distance world like it's just Mm -hmm. i i just really appreciate it and i always look up to definitely shawana of course she always she's good for answering dms and text messages for a a quick little chat so Mm -hmm. congratulations to both of you all exactly exactly (laughs) yes 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 so you know, I'm all about the mental strength and kind of what we feed ourselves mentally when it comes to running, right? Mm-hmm. So lately, I have been seeing, and I think me and you, Tommy, we have the same exact watch. We have the 235, which is considered now, I guess, the lower base level for Garmin because they yeah. have so many other ones. After it's the trash watch. It's a trash watch. That's okay. Whatever. It's good for me. <laughs> exactly. Cool. Whatever. I've had mine for mm-hmm. forever, and I have another mm-hmm. one on deck. but anyway but so I have been seeing and this is just something random I totally pay attention to certain things on social media that probably other people don't pay attention to but I see people post a picture of their watch and it's a garment it will Mm -hmm. say training it will say training and it would say it could say productive unproductive maintaining Let's see what the list. So productive, unproductive, maintaining, peaking, or recovery, mm-hmm. um, or overreaching, or detraining, or mm-hmm. no status at all. So these are different statuses um, that that Garmin has on their watch settings to basically tell you how your body is adjusting to the training that you're doing. Now, I don't think the two thirty five. I not I don't think I know the 235 does not provide this to me some of the other um uh, some of the other newer potentially watches definitely do it for Garmin mm-hmm. but the biggest thing is that they definitely show training as I see people more so often posting training unproductive and they chuckle at it or they think that it not 
not in a bad way that they think that it's funny, but like they they're like, dang, I just did a whole run, and it, Garmin says unproductive. And in my mind, the first thing that I think about is, dang, like you are out here crushing it, getting these miles in, and this heat and humidity, going through yeah. the training process, and then you have this 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 watch that's telling me that was an unproductive <laughs> run. Like, how counterproductive is that? <laughs> well, okay. So I, I, while you were talking, I went into my Garmin. Um, what is I don't know what the app is actually Gar- called, but uh-huh. yeah, the Garmin app. app. Now mm-hmm. we do have something training effect. So I'm wondering if that's okay. what they're basing it off of, but I don't. I've never, I've never posted directly from Garmin. Like I don't share my Garmin post or stats directly to anywhere. Mm-hmm. So I've never, so I'm not sure. But um, so like it'll, it has numbers. So like mine, I have one that's 3.3, and it just mm-hmm. says you have, you've improved your uh, cardiovascular fitness during this activity. Right. Well done. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. So, so this process basically dictates your fitness versus your training loading and how it changes. Yeah. And so it assesses your VO2 max and how basically how hard before without getting into the, any technical, how hard your body is working to do certain workouts and at what part of your workouts. And basically say, for instance, if Tommy, if you were to get a Garmin watch out the box, yeah. it would it will take day <clears throat> one to day seven to assess your, where you your are. training yeah, yeah, right and time. then it will say okay you're peaking at your training okay you're doing less than the first day you're doing more than the first day so basically it's taking your fitness level and your training level and bring it into sets mm-hmm. however if you if you go out on a run one day forget your watch it's going to come up and say that your you ha- your training has lessened or you've been unproductive mm-hmm. now i look at this in two ways i think it is a very good uh What's the word? A very good, what's the word? Feature, I guess you can say. Uh So basically productive means you're keeping up your good work. Your training load is moving. Your fitness is in the right direction. Whereas unproductive means that your fitness is decreasing and your body is struggling to recover. Mm -hmm. So you may need to look at your overall health, including stress, nutrition, and rest. And so I think it is a great app to be able to determine how well are you recovering? How well are you not? Is your fitness, are you pushing too hard for the workouts that you're trying to execute? What does it look like? Mm-hmm. Maintaining, you're in your current load, you're maintaining your fitness. There's no improvements that needs to be done. And I know on my watch, it does tell me how, how long I need to recover. Like I know sometimes it's saying yeah. I, need, I need 48 hours to recover. Before it told I me seven days once. You need to sit down. <laughs> it was like, it didn't even say seven. It just said, you need to sit down. That just came across my watch. <laughs> right. And so there's there's seven, seven, seven different levels that are within the training, within this thing. But I just think that if people don't know what each level means, if they don't take the time to research mm-hmm. what each level means, they can look at their watch and be like, damn, Garmin just said I was unproductive as hell. I should have <laughs> like, just, just stayed home. <laughs> just, I should have just stayed at the house. Yes. So for those people that have that app, that app mm-hmm. or have the watch, and this happens on your on your watch, take a second to go to the Garmin website to look at what each category means. And again, it's peaking, productive, maintaining, recovery, unproductive, detraining, overreaching, or no status. And I thought, found that it was interesting that overreaching was basically like your training load is very high. You're being counterproductive. Your body needs rest and give yourself more time to recover with lighter training. Um, and I think that that's awesome because, I mean, as a coach, I also know that we don't want to overtrain. 
Um, mm-hmm. And it's something that we definitely need to look at. But I think that when we get stats thrown at us in different ways, we need to learn what it really means. Um, because I can see us going out for a three or four mile run or even a whatever distance run it is. And you're like, I really didn't want to get out today. And then Garmin slaps you with an unproductive run in your face. And you like, dang, dang. <laughs> you know, I, I could just only imagine. I'm pretty sure most people don't research it, but I think that it would be for your own good so that you're not feeling some kind of way when Garmin slaps you with the unproductive run. Well, let me just say this. Garmin told me for my, uh, for my um, Peachtree Road Race, that I was overreaching. It told me oh. to sit, it, they told me to sit down somewhere. So, you, I need to look at it. It's see. under My like if you head. go under. Um, let me see because I knew I had something like that, but I didn't know. I don't know. I didn't know it you just would actually doesn't pop up on our watch, but it's yeah. in the app because yeah. everyone's app is connected. It's called Training Effect. Okay, okay. and it's in I'm there under um, like if you go under Performance Stats. Yeah, it yes. should be training. Yeah, so that's what it is. Wait, wait, wait. Okay, you can do So this is showing up on the people's watches directly. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Now oh, I understand. Oh, mine says yeah. maintaining. Look at there. Because mm-hmm. I, I, I usually do look at that um, okay. because Strava has something called stress something or other that kind of mm-hmm. does the same thing. So I've been trying to compare if they're kind of saying, you know what I'm saying? Like if they're kind of saying the same thing, that sort of thing. Yeah, it said that I was overreaching on Peachtree Day too, so don't yeah, feel bad. I think everybody overreach on Peachtree. But it said <laughs> everybody, everybody, overreach. everybody overreach on Peachtree. Uh, but the other days looks like it says that my cardiovascular. I need to look at this more. My cardiovascular fitness is in, is is improving. Yay! So I, I need was, to look at that more. Yeah, I was trying to see, but it, mine only goes back to four weeks because I wanted to see if I could go back to like an old Peachtree. Same. And, and see what it says, but it, yeah. it only goes back four weeks. Yeah, because like you said, it's paying attention to those blocks. Training blocks. Yeah, yeah. but I wonder blocks. if you can click on particular days and go to go to it from there. I'll have to look up that. Look that yeah. up. But anyway, for our Garmin users, I know a lot of people are transitioning from Garmin to um, was it Churro? What is it? Kairos Churros. What's the name of the dog on watch? Start with a what? C. Oh, um, I don't know. I ain't leaving Garmin. So. You so silly. <laughs> I mean, it would take a lot, like I said, for me to leave Garmin. So at this point, but so you say there's a lot of people that are switching. That yeah, I've seen a lot of people um, switching to. And if I don't get this name right, I'm gonna be mad at myself. What is the name? Start with a C. Um, C O R O S. Is that the yes. one you're talking about? Coros. There we go. Coros. Oh, it's only it's one ninety nine at well, no, this one is five ninety nine at Walmart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It looks like a garment. Yeah, so I know that a lot of people are transitioning over to Koros. I know a lot of people are Sunto. So I've been seeing more people have a, a more variety of watch uses over the last over mm-hmm. the last couple of months. Um, and less people, you know, into the Garmin. So it's really, really interesting that people are doing that. So, uh, you know, Garmin used to be the end-all be-all. Like, if you had a Garmin, you was in that thing. But that, now you like, You weren't a runner until you got a Garmin. Yes, exactly. <laughs> but Coro seems to be stepping it up. Well, this the only problem I would have, because I don't have great eyesight, is because um, they have a lot of little numbers on that screen. Yeah, it looks like it's like more. It depends on which one you have, but yeah, it looks like it put. They can make it bigger, you know. They got. Uh, well, you know, on Garmin, I only have two numbers showing at a. You know, we have three different screens. Oh, I only have time. two numbers showing at a time because it makes okay. it. You know, it makes them bigger. 
so mm-hmm. I can actually see them because I'm not, you know, I don't run with my glasses on. Right. So, right. Uh, yeah. but all those little numbers. <laughs> it's not working for you. Huh? Well, I actually purchased my original fitness watch was uh, the Fitbit watch mm-hmm. when it first mm-hmm. came out with their first I fitness watch. Yeah, I, I ran the Publix half marathon in that and couldn't see a day. I couldn't see nothing on that screen. Really? It was raining that day. So rain was getting on oh, it. Oh, yeah, man. I took that thing right back to Dick Ford and Goods and got you me a garment. Like, I'm good. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That is so funny. But yeah, there's a lot of people transitioning to that. But I know some of our listeners that may still have garments, just to let you know, you know, some of the things that, you know, can be used for your watch and, you know, what needs to be some good stats that we have at our hands that we Mm -hmm. don't use that are a benefit. Exactly. Exactly. Now, so you excited? You know, the Olympics about to start. I am excited. I don't know about y'all. I am really excited. Listen, I'm one of those people that I'm like, I will sit up and wa- binge watch hours of sports. Well, at least the Olympics, um, <laughs> but not everything in the Olympics. So I like swimming, diving. Um, I'll you watch like diving. I do. It's so strange Dude, how they dip into the so water long. like that. They be standing up there looking. They got, the, they got the little, <laughs> the little hand. T- they got the little hand towel. How you dry off with a hand towel? Listen, I be I be worried about them hurting their Achilles because the way that they be putting their heels off that board exactly. and don't fall backwards, <laughs> and they do their little bounce down and jump up in the air, all I think about is Achilles sprains. Yeah. But yes, like yes, so I definitely love diving. I like swimming, of course, track and field, and the distance running is, of course, but out in gymnastics. So those are the, usually the ones that I definitely am watching, even though I know that there is a crap load of events. Yeah, I pretty for the Olympics, I'll pretty much watch it all. Like whatever they're showing on TV. I guess I should put it that way. And now, you know, this isn't like the old days where you just had one channel to watch. They got so many channels showing they so many do. different events. Mm-hmm. You know, on a weekend, I'll sit and you know go and flip through and see who's doing what. Yeah, that kind of thing. So, okay. but track and field is the main, you know, main attraction for me. I, yes. I want to watch a little track and field. Mm-hmm. I want to watch a little um uh basketball. Uh, let's see. What's the other? I one? never I like swimming. What? Well, this year is gonna be good because uh, the U.S. about to get they they about to get way waxed by Australia. Well, dang, um, Tom. Yeah, <laughs> they are. They about to get beat. Um, because it's not like you you ain't got LeBron. LeBron's not on the team. You know, you don't have all the greatest players. Right. Um, so you have a lot of the second tier, um, mm-hmm. superstars. I guess so. This year is not gonna be as easy as usual. Got it. For the U.S. team. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm excited to watch the Nigerian basketball team. They look, you know, they got a few uh, NBA pros on their team. So I'll be excited to watch them. Uh, who else do I want to watch? I usually watch tennis, but hardly anybody's going this year. Yeah. Everybody's kind of, yeah. yeah, they're like, hey, mm-hmm. I'm good. Yeah. But, you know, we'll, we'll see. Yeah, I haven't been. Tennis isn't something that I. I was matter of fact, we were watching that the Naomi Osaka documentary mm. the other day. Oh, there's a documentary? I hadn't seen there's that. a uh I always call it a documentary, but yeah, it's kind of talking about her life and mm-hmm. you know how she grew up, how she got into it, her last trainings and yeah. things like that. It's a series, and I we were only able to get through two episodes. I love the girl, but she is <laughs> She has a very low energy. I'm not going to talk negative about her because I know she has, you know, she has going through something. She's going through things and everybody's personality is different. Yeah. But she is a very low energy person. Um, Uh And so with that low energy and talking about what you do and 
you know, you get to meet her trainers and see some of her training Mm -hmm. days and kind of how she gets through stuff and how she is opening up her mind from training from tennis into other areas of her interests. But you just see her on these days and she is very low energy. Like she, she almost looks like, why do I have to be famous? Can I just play tennis and then, and just be good? Yeah. It's, it's 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 very it's a lot for her yeah. um, and you can tell it through every episode so we haven't been able to finish it because it's it's it's, it's kind of draining to watch <laughs> I, i'm a person yeah, yeah. I, I don't force myself i mean i understand what you're saying because you yeah. want to watch that kind of stuff but i don't force yeah. myself to watch stuff because i'm like i'm not gonna force myself to watch this just to watch it yeah if i'm not entertained i got other things i can do I, right. I, now i'm with you I love her as a tennis player. I love yes. what she does. She's very story, socially all aware, that. all that good stuff. But th- she's not the only superstar athlete that's like that. Uh, Everybody uh, right. thinks athletes are all like Michael Jordan. Right. All this My- personality and, yeah. and pizzazz. And it's exactly. like, no. Michael Jordan wanted all of that. He wanted the championship. He wanted to be famous. He wanted all of that. There's a lot of people who just happen to be good at stuff. Mm-hmm. Never, But they don't want to be famous. They just want to, you know, live their life. But right. and, and play, do something that they love. But unfortunately, in today's world, media, media attention goes along with everything. It really does. And I think that, I, I mean, I understand that because, I mean, well, I think you and I understand that there's times that we have connected with athletes and they're amazing on paper and they're amazing in what they do. But then when you get them to interview, it's like pulling teeth to have a conversation and they have less personality. Mm-hmm. And a lot of them are very socially awkward. Like a lot of them carrying a conversation is hard for them there's anxiety it's anxiety mm-hmm. building for them on the other end so i definitely get it we can't assume that all athletes have this great bubbly personality and they just love being mm-hmm. in front of people or being asked a lot of questions and naomi mentioned too that she was homeschooled and you know she just had a different upbringing in life and i think mm-hmm. that that probably could have contributed contributed a lot to her what I consider social anxiety. I mean, I, I'm not diagnosing her by any mm-hmm. means, but she just, she seems very socially awkward when she's communicating with people. Like she just feels, she seems uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, and she would just rather not. Like she just seems like she would just rather be kind of to herself and chilling on the other side. But anyway, we, we, we got on a random tip, but yeah. So tennis, when I watch tennis, when I watch her playing tennis, I don't understand the scoring and all of that stuff. So I don't typically watch it for the Olympics <laughs> because it just doesn't make sense to me. I know you got to hit the ball and you need to hit it within the, You've never within played the tennis? blocks. I didn't say I never played. I just said, I don't understand the scoring <laughs> of tennis. So I don't watch it. Um, I play tennis, but I hit the ball like it's a baseball. So it always goes over the fence. So well, I know the reason I say that is because I, I mean, my uncle showed us tennis like when I was a real little kid. Now I'm not good. I'm not great at tennis at all. I'm a, I'm an athletic person so I can play. But mm-hmm. to me, tennis is the perfect game. It is so when you're actually, when you, once you get into it, maybe not watching it, but playing it is so much fun. I love playing tennis. I so probably would athletic. like it if I would yeah, learn how to hit you the would. ball, right? Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'd be hitting the ball too hard. <laughs> I do. I hit the ball like it's a baseball and it'd be over the fence. Yeah. Like, yeah. It, makes no sense. It, it, takes, it takes a minute, but yeah, I love the game of tennis. It was, I was surprised as a kid how much I enjoyed it. But then eventually I started meeting up guys that actually really knew how to play, like Country Cup cats. Yeah. And oh, they, were, no. they were waxing me. I was like, okay, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm not quite as good at this, at this as I thought I was. <laughs> yeah. 
But maybe if I was to learn more of the details of it and the ins and outs, maybe well, I would yeah, watch it more yeah. often. But I can understand you not wanting to watch it. I, I do understand and, that. It's long and dry, too. Like it's, It can it's be. long and dry. I don't like watching <laughs> men's tennis because okay. they, I mean, because they hit the ball so hard and fast. The points are like boom, 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 and it's over. Boom, boom, okay. boom. I like watching women's tennis because they play a lot of baseline tennis, so the points are longer, that sort of thing. And that's why a lot of times women's tennis is more popular because yeah. it's, it's, as far as visually, it's more fun to watch. And all the grunts and stuff, I can't get with that either. Can't, can't do it? I can't do <clears throat> it all that. <clears throat> <clears throat> <clears throat> <clears throat> and I'm just like, yo, I can't. That's just like gym. If you oh brighten in the gym, I'm I'm leaving from where you are. I don't need all the extra grunts <laughs> you, and stuff. I don't need Let me ask. Okay. I mean, I know you don't go to the gym anymore. But yeah. I, I, like I said, I went to the gym recently. I'm kind of getting off topic. But whatever. Um, This is our podcast. This is our podcast. Talk about what we want to talk about. So I went to the gym. And this guy was in there. His form was so bad. Like, he was trying to lift heavy weights. Like, he was trying to do, like, curls with really heavy weights. But he's, like, slinging his body and all this. And I really want to be like, you know what would be better? pick up a five. Exactly. Pick up a lighter weight and do the form correctly. You'll get more out of it. Don't say nothing. I, People I ask me that all the time. I, did, I didn't say nothing. I just looked at him like, because he even got Dang, on the machine. Bruh. He was on the roll machine. He was just, ah, ah. I was like. Y'all, yeah. if y'all can see Tommy in, in, <laughs> physically doing this. I was like, and it was an older dude. Because usually I'll see that in young dudes who want to yeah, impress who's people. Trying to, yeah, yeah there's an older dude. And I'm like, who are you trying to impress, bro? Right. I mean, just. Get your form right. Because I have no problem. I pick up a five in a minute for them shoulders. I don't care. I know that. Whatever. <laughs> That's right. I, I ain't got no problem with this. <laughs> I'm, do, I'm doing me. <laughs> so fun. No, I agree. But I have had people that's like, yo, like, especially if they're like personal trainers, like, I really want to tell her to stop. She's going to her, injure herself. But I'm just like, you never know why somebody doing that. Like, you never know. Look, and I think yeah. it could be. All kinds of reasons, and yes, I know, but sometimes it's like just stay in your lane, they're gonna figure it out exactly. Like, but yeah, that. I have seen that. It's like mm, <laughs> that's that poor little team team. Let's get back to I'm sorry, let's get back to the Olympics. So, <laughs> the track and field starts on July 29th, but I think you were saying the uh, the opening ceremonies are Friday, right? Yeah, I believe there's something, yes, 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 yes. okay, going on on Friday as well. Gotcha. And now, the women's marathon is on I want to say the sixth. Yes, it's on August 6th, and the men's mm-hmm. marathon is on the 7th. So, something to look forward to. Yes, 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 yes. I am, listen, I am excited about that. I need to put that uh, Olympic marathon on my calendar. Um, and, of course, uh, figure out those dates and those times so I can lock it in. So Exactly, exactly. Really looking forward to it. All right, well, we got some guests this week. Yes. So we're gonna we're gonna bring them on um right about now. And we have a great guest with us today, Dewana Davis. How you doing, Dewana? Hi, I'm doing great. Thanks for hey, having me. Hey girl. Hey, yeah. <laughs> De- Listen, De- Tommy over there talking about we have Dewana Day. I'm like, hey girl. <laughs> <laughs> we we know this guest very well yeah. and her husband very well. <laughs> Um, we were both at her wedding, um, so we, we know them real well, but she's actually getting into something that's, you know, she's, uh, you've been a runner for a while, correct, Duana? Oh, yeah, since, what, middle school? <laughs> <laughs> exactly, but now you're going to be doing a 5K 
stroller role. And that's what I want to talk to you about as well as a nonprofit that is going to be supporting. And I mean, just anybody out there that has a kid, we all, you know, know about, you know, ro rolling around with the kid in the stroller. Mm -hmm. Now you're going to actually have a race that's a, a run and walk. Uh, is that correct? You're going to do a run and yeah. walk stroller roll. Yeah. Um, and even if you don't have a kid, we all know the feeling of being passed by somebody <laughs> who had a kid in a stroller. Roll so, yeah, rolling past you. So we know all about it. But um, when you started talking about this, I wanted to kind of connect with you and kind of find out, number one, what 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 made you decide you wanted to do? Because that's a different type of race, uh, you know, because a lot of races don't even let you bring a stroller. So right. it's a different type of race. Um, mm -hmm. And also a little bit about the nonprofit that is supporting. Okay. <clears throat> well, first off, um, the 5K Stroller Roll is is basically just what it's called. It's a 5K Stroller Roll. We didn't want to call it a 5K Stroller Run. We didn't want to call it a 5K Stroller Walk. We didn't want to call it a 5K Stroller uh, Jog. 5K Stroller Roll is for any and everybody, whether you are a new mom, um, a new dad, just trying to get back in shape, uh, if you feel like walking it, walk it. If you feel like jogging it, jog it. If you want to do both, uh, you know, run, walk, jog, you can do all the things. We didn't want, <clears throat> especially for the new moms, uh, we don't want you to feel intimidated about any kind of 5K run. A lot of people, uh, especially new moms, they shy away from, yeah, I can't do that. I can't run with those fast people. No, it's, it's not about that. Um, this 5K stroller roll uh, coincides with the nonprofit, It Starts With Me. It Starts With Me is a health and fitness initiative uh, just to get people up and moving, uh, healthy eating, um, exercise, dieting. So uh, once we um, uh, kind of, uh, once we got those two hand in hand, we was like, hey, let's, let's do this. Um, this idea came from uh, me being a new mom, uh, just trying to get back out there on the running scene, and then signing up for races and only to find out that strollers are not permitted. So that kind of bummed me out. I said, um, hey, you know, I want to run this 5K, but no strollers are allowed. So I talked to my husband about it, and he said, why not, you know, host our own, own race? And I said, hmm, this sounds like a good idea. So, you know, just... Uh, getting in touch with a couple of friends and seeing their opinion about it. And, you know, everyone was on board. So that's where this stroller world was birthed. Well, it's definitely a, a unique idea. Um, and I, I was, when Damon kind of, Damon is her husband, if nobody knows who I'm talking about, but Damon kind of said it, said it to me at one point, I was like, Oh yeah, that does sound cool. Because just like you said, a lot of um, races don't even allow uh, strollers in it now um kind of go over when it is you know how people can register you know that sort of thing okay <clears throat> the 5k stroller roll will be saturday august the 7th at grant park um you can register on uh you can i do have a link on facebook page but you can also go to runsignup.com just type in 5k stroller roll again it's in atlanta and it should pop up and you can sign up for the walk which will be uh timed or untimed and you can also sign up for the couple. So if you're a mom and dad or mom and mom or dad and dad or whatever the case may be, mom and grandma, you can sign up there. 
Awesome. I'm really excited. I'm at least going to be out there and, and watching everyone and cheering everyone on, even well, though I'm yeah, not mom yet. I'm excited. <laughs> well, hold up. So, so let's, let me ask you this, Dewana. So since India at this point, she doesn't have a little, she doesn't have a child, but they got a baby. They got a big old baby. Um, <laughs> Can they so put the, can they put the bulldog in the in the <laughs> if, that's, if that's their baby, yes. Our, our, our go, our thing is, if they can be in the stroller, come on, they can come on too. Exactly. So, Andy, I don't want to hear this. I'm gonna be on the sidelines. Go ahead, get a stroller for that dog, and come Listen, on. Coco is a 74 74 pound bulldog, and she will not stay in that stroller. <laughs> But we welcome all fur babies. So yeah. <laughs> well, yes, I am. No, but seriously, I am really excited about it. And just, I think the the feeling of inclusivity, like being able to include moms and in strollers, because you're right, not a lot of races have the ability for strollers to come. And just showing people that you don't have to run, walk, do what you need to do, come out, get your fitness on, what, whatever that looks like for you. There's no restraints to that. Like whatever that is for you, exactly. come on out, however you want to do it and enjoy it with your child. I think that that's also something that's also exposure as a child is, is <laughs> awesome. And I'm excited about it. Can't wait. Yes, and that's, and that's, you know, that coincides, like I was saying with our um, nonprofit, it starts with me um, leading by example. So, you know, I don't know if your child may remember, you know, some mm -hmm. some children may be one, two year old, but they may not remember, but you will have these pictures to fall back on and say, hey, you know, we started at the 5K stroller roll and now it's five years later and we're still living a healthy, healthy lifestyle. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Exactly, exactly. Now, let me ask you, you being a new mom, Dewana, what was it like? Because you were very healthy before, you know, you got pregnant and everything. And not that you were healthy throughout the pregnancy as well, but what was it like once you've had the child and now you're trying to get back to where you were? What what has that journey been like for you? Um it's 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 definitely emotional. Um and you it's emotional because we have so much uh, social media influence and a lot of celebrities talk about this snapback and all mm -hmm. this other, you mm. know, peer pressure. And so for me, it actually took me exactly nine months to kind of get out that funk and to try to get back to where I was. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, my, um, I guess my word to new moms that just had a baby and want to get back out there, you know, just don't rush yourself, do it at your time. And like I said, if you want to walk, walk it. It's, you know, it's just so you can get that blood flowing, so you can try to get back to almost where you were was before. But if that doesn't happen, you know, in three months, four months, five months, 12 months, you know, then that's okay. Um, so, you know, just as long as you, you're getting out there and, and moving. But for me, like I said, it took, it took a, a, a while and I kind of got a little... I don't want to say depressed, but I was like, okay, I need yeah. to need to do something. But, mm -hmm. but and um, that's, that's the realness of it. I think that 
what people don't realize and what celebrities put out there, celebrities don't talk to you about their night nurse, their nutritionist, their, 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 their personal trainer that's with them every day, their whole tribe of staff that's there to where they're getting full nights of sleep. They're getting, you know what I'm saying? They're getting all of these things because they have the financial means to provide that for their family. And that's no shade to them, but that's not reality for 90% of the world. And exactly. so, or 90% of moms and so, or dads. And so we have to understand that piece. So I appreciate you for being honest about that and understanding kind of really what that looks like. So tell us, Dewana, how was that first? Do you remember your first stroller walk, run, ride, work, roll with, with Dalen? Do you remember what, how that was? Yes, uh, we took it nice and easy. It was still a little cool out. So we just went okay. for a nice walk, a shoulder walk. There was no pressure. Um, you know, just wanted to get her acclimated to the stroller and see how she felt and, you know, figure out the dynamics of the stroller. Like, okay, is, is this front wheel okay? Or does she need water? Or do I need, you know, just, just trying to figure out, you know, just trying to make sure she was more so comfortable. And then once she was comfortable, uh, she went to sleep. And I said, okay, let me pick up the pace a little right. bit. <laughs> then I started walk, jog, and, you know, it just took off from there. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah, that I is. always worry about the baby moving too much. So when I see him, I'm like, oh, Lord, please don't <laughs> hit a bump. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? I mean, because we have a, a you know, a running stroller as well. And I ain't gonna lie, I've probably pushed him in it once. You know, Heather's more into, you know, having him in the stroller. Um, but uh, how come I, I don't feel comfortable being on like sidewalks and and things like that? How do you where do you go to do it? Do you usually go to a place that there are no cars or are you just on the sidewalk? Yes, I'm, I'm more so in parks that has, uh, you know, paved, mm -hmm. uh, paved roads. Um, we have a uh, park out in Smyrna that's uh, paved. Uh, Grant Park is paved as well. So we've been running that just trying to get used to the uh, race course. Mm -hmm. um, so, um, so I don't do too much of, um, you know, street mm -hmm. um, stroller walks uh, just because of the safety. Just want to be extra careful. Exactly. Now I see your husband has has joined us. Hey, what's up, Damon? Hey, hey, how's up? How's <laughs> hey, what's going on, man? I didn't know you were going. You were in Pittsburgh for uh for your your um competition. I didn't know that's why you're going to be up there. I didn't. I didn't want. I, I don't want to uh, mess with your head. I know you got. You, you're trying to get in. Get <laughs> your game focused. face going. Don't listen to us. <laughs> now, now for those of y'all who don't know who Damon is, uh, Damon is he's a child from The Rock and Arnold Schwarzenegger put together this. <laughs> when I, let me tell y'all something. During the pan, I, you know, Damon, you know, Damon's a retired, he says he retired runner, but he, I think yeah. he'll get out there and, and run with us. But Damon yep. is a big dude. He's always been a big dude, but we, I got together during the pandemic or right at the end of the pandemic for a bunch of running dads got together. Damon yeah. walked into the damn restaurant and the, <laughs> the, he eclipsed the sun. Like, I was like, who is this monster coming up in here? This man been putting in work. So I know, I know you're about to go and do your work on that competition this weekend. Yes, sir. Yes, sir, man. You know, the pandemic just gave me a chance, like everybody, just gave you a chance to focus, man. And the one thing I got out of it at the end of the day, man, health is the most important thing. So whether you're in the gym or you're out running, we have to encourage our people um, to really get out and exercise and stay healthy, man, because it can really – set you back in more ways than one and just continue to have that mindset to get out and work out 
work out or jog or whatever the situation is, we kind of help you uh, tackle any type of obstacles that you have going on in your life today, man. I figure that if you can have a mindset of a of a um, of an athlete, you can tackle pretty much anything. That's that's my mindset. Yeah. So, um, Damon, Dewana, is there anything else you want to tell our audience about the the um, the upcoming uh, stroller roll? Um, just come to have a, a good time. It's it's the stroller roll is it's a race like none other. Um, it's no pressure, no, pressure. no judgment. Um, so just get out and have a good time. If you want to walk, walk it. If you want to jog it, jog it. You want to run it, run it. So All just right. have a good time with your little one. Mm -hmm. Family event. Prices start at thirty dollars. Um, thirty dollars is the untimed. Uh, walk and like I say, um, if you want to do the couples, you can sign up for the couples timed or on time as well. Awesome. Perfect. Awesome. Well, I'm excited about it. It's on my calendar. I will be out there. <laughs> yes, I don't know who's going to be pushing the stroller. I'll be out there. I don't. It might be me and Heather. It might just be me. It might be okay. just Heather. So we'll see. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Well, we we definitely can't wait. Well, we definitely appreciate um, you guys taking time out of your day. I definitely you, Damon. I know you getting your head right for your competition. Good right. luck. When it, when is the actual competition? What day is tomorrow it? Morning. Tomorrow, tomorrow morning. Tomorrow morning. Good luck tomorrow morning, man. everything. So yeah. Awesome. Well, listeners, don't forget to sign up the 5K Stroller Roll Atlanta again. That is Saturday, August seventh, twenty twenty one, at eight a.m. at Grant Park. Definitely go on over to their Facebook page or or to runsignup.com to sign up for this stroller run. So definitely check it out. We'll be there. Thanks, guys. Hey, thank you. What a great conversation. Yes, they are both very awesome. Yes, yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Yes, um, now, India, mm. if somebody wants to get in touch with you, <laughs> they want to check on your form. <laughs> how would they do that? You can hit me up on Instagram at I underscore of underscore Indigo Run. So that's I of Indigo Runs underscore in the middle of everything. And you can also find me on my website at milesfromindia.com. And if you want to also check me out on my YouTube, that is Miles from India as well. I am so close to 600 subscribers. I'm so excited Look at about you. that. So go whoop, check me out. No, listen, Instagram, um, I mean, YouTube's a different beast. But yes, I'm really <laughs> excited. But yeah, check me out over there at Miles from India. Exactly. <laughs> And you can hit me up at Thomas W. Mitchell, the number two, at gmail.com, and then TMitch68 on Instagram. All right, y'all. We will get back with you in another two weeks. Peace out. Later.